Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly message, our weekly podcast, where every week we aim to deliver an authentic, inspiring, creative message directly to you, the people. Um, It is our hope that we can promote the belief in yourself and the belief that everybody on this earth truly has a purpose and a destiny waiting for them on the other side. This is a journey for us to grow together, to implement some things into our daily lives where we can just continue to get better day by day. If you're a first-time listener, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. However you however you find your way here, I am grateful that you're listening, that you're checking us out. I hope that by the end of this message, you feel inspired, you feel motivated, you heard something that really connected with you, um, and that you go back and check out a few of our other episodes, and then you subscribe either on Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcast service, whatever one you use, or you can also go to shapetheculture.org to join our mailing list. If you're a continuing listener, I just want to say thank you so much for continuing to check in, tuning in. I hope that you continue to find something that sets you on fire. Um, And I hope that we continue to follow the model of each one, teach one. The way that this movement of Shape the Culture grows is that when you hear the message, you hear something that you like, you share it with somebody, whether that's through social media, a text message, an email, however you communicate, pass the message on to somebody so that we can all be on this journey together of learning and growing. And we're going to hop back right into our continuing series. So we are continuing our series this week titled How to Be a Master. Um, This mastery series has really been taking us on the journey of learning how important it is to have character first and then ability. Um, And I believe that especially as Jesus was on his, you know, what I like to call his farewell tour as he was traveling to Jerusalem um, to, you know, be resurrected on the cross. He knew what he was coming to. Jesus was teaching a lot of lessons about mastery, about how to achieve control over our emotions and our character so that we can achieve our purpose and reach our destiny. Um, And so we started the series by looking at the story of Jesus teaching to his 72 disciples before he sent them off. And, you know, he was really giving them the message of, you know, how to live like lambs among wolves, how to take nothing with you and how to really be prepared for anything. Because when you when you have mastery over your character and you're focused on character first, you know, you're bringing the kingdom of God not only near yourself, but to others as you come into contact with them. And then. We move forward to the parable of the good cemeterian. And that showed us how important it is for us to be moved by our compassion because our abilities are amplified when we have a heart of compassion and our inspiration comes from helping people and contributing to the better of society. And after that, we examined Jesus meeting with Mary and Martha. And that story brought us the realization of how powerful and important it is to spend our time listening. And we and we talked about active listening where we listen without distractions and we really live in the moment. And when we're in the presence of people, whether it's through videos, interviews, face-to-face contact, reading a book, we're in the presence of people who have stories and lessons to share that we really take a moment to listen because everything is intentional, everything is purposeful. And when you come across people or you come across their stories, it's for a reason. And ultimately, I believe that reason is because there's lessons that we have to learn. And then last week, we broke down the recipe of ASK, ask, seek, and knock. And those came directly from the verses of Jesus where he you know, he told us that if we ask, we receive, seek to find, knock, and the door will be open to you. And we looked at how that can be looked at a kind of a recipe of ingredients to life that when we want something, we have to know how to ask for it. 
We have to know what to ask for, how to ask for it. Then we have to get up and go seek it. And then once we seek it, once we find it, we have to be able to knock on the door, put the work in to really kick down the door, move on to the next step. And like I said, make it to the other side. And so this week, we're going to look at one sentence, one sentence from Jesus spoken in Luke chapter 11. Like I said, we're continuing his farewell tour. And in one sentence, Jesus simplifies the principle of practice and how blessed we are when we decide to practice. And now one sentence reads like this, Luke chapter 11, verse 28. Jesus replied, but even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. And so even though this is only one sentence from Jesus, the background of when this statement is said is important for us to understand why Jesus spoke this statement and why this statement is so important just to, like I said, the principle of practice and for us, how we can continue to learn how to be masters. And so Jesus is still on his farewell tour. Like I said, he's still on the way to Jerusalem and he's on his way. And along the way, he's been dropping all this valuable information that we've been covering. And now he gets to a position where he finds himself being opposed greatly People are even saying that Jesus is working with the devil, that, you know, the only reason that he's able to cast out demons is because the devil has granted him these powers. They're speaking bad on Jesus's name. They're trying to drag him through the mud. They still have all this disbelief after all the great miracles he's performed and all the timeless knowledge that he's dropped. And so after this argument, right, he's going back and forth with these people and he breaks them down. and He says, I can't be the devil because the devil wouldn't work against himself by casting out his own demons, which makes sense. So he, he he shuts down that argument. And then a woman calls out to Jesus. It's almost like a rallying cry. Like after he's won the argument, he said what he said, a woman calls out to cheer him on. And she says, God bless your mother, the womb from which you came and the breast that nursed you. And this is when we encounter Jesus's response and see how masterful of a statement it truly is. Because I believe that Jesus was not only highlighting how important it is for us to hear the word of God and put it into practice, but he was using his mother Mary as a perfect example of what this looks like. As the mother of Jesus, Mary has a story that demonstrates how important it is for us to hear the word of God and begin to implement it in our everyday lives. When we hear the word of God, One thing that we have to pay attention to and notice is that it's going to come in many different forms. We might have dreams that speak to us and wake us up out of our sleep or stay on our mind throughout the day, throughout the week that we just can't shake. We might have a gut feeling that we just can't ignore. You know, your bodily signs are really a telling thing that your body can show, show you a lot. We might be in the middle of a conversation and receive a word that enlightens us. Somebody says something to us and it sparks us and it provides us a new perspective and opens us up. However it may come, the spirit of God inside each of us finds a way to get a message across. And it's only by learning how to follow these dreams, listen to those gut feelings and receive the words spoken over us that we begin to learn how to practice. And so let's look at Mary. Mary received her word through an angel. The angel gave her a vision of her upcoming pregnancy. And she was in that 
she and the vision was that she was to give birth to Jesus, the Messiah. And when we receive a vision or a dream or set a goal that is incredible in its nature and seems to be bigger than us, we have a powerful choice to make. And I think this is what Jesus was Jesus was highlighting because truth is, Mary was barren. She was in a position where, you know, she started feeling like, you know, I'm getting old, like I'm not in, in a position to have children. And then this angel comes and gives her a vision and says, no, you're not only are you able to give birth, but you're going to give birth to Jesus, the Messiah, the chosen son of God. And so Mary at this point could have rejected it. She could have been like, oh, no, nah, you're tripping. This is this is crazy. I must really be getting old. But she decided to take the extra step of faith and say, okay, wait a minute. I heard this, so let me now put it into practice. And walking with faith requires practice because we have to build our endurance and courage to move forward without knowing the direct outcome. We have to be able to believe in ourselves and what we heard when others really just won't believe us. This is a lesson that Mary had to endure. She spent over a year telling herself and others that she was going to give birth to the Messiah. And even though she had to wait for this to come to fruition, every time she told somebody or reassured her that what she heard was true, Mary was practicing. Practice, when it involves the word of God, is unlike any other practice. It's it's not like going to the gym and, and shooting or going out to the baseball field and hitting some balls or going out to the football field and playing catch or even kind of like, it's not even really like studying where we have to study and, you know, write down answers or look at flashcards. The main form of practice we have to participate in is strengthening our belief. And this also can come in many forms. We might have to continually speak the word of God into existence, repeating it to ourselves or finding a support system to share our visions and dreams with so they can support us and say, okay, we'll keep working. Continue to stick to your process. Stay down till you come up. We might have to write it down. So what we we might have to write down what we've heard and read it over and over again. You know, there's little things that we have to do to maintain our faith and strengthen our belief. And that's sometimes what the practice looks like. And our belief has to constant, continually be strengthened because the next form of practice we have to participate in is steadily working towards the, the word of God that has been spoken to us. It's not enough just to hear, and it's not even enough to hear and understand. Once we hear and once we have an understanding, then we must move forward and begin to walk forward. So the next step is really the action. We strengthen our beliefs so we can take action, those little steps daily that we can use to contribute to that vision or that dream or that goal we've set. And even Mary, Mary couldn't have just held on to the word of God without preparing herself for the journey that she was actually getting ready to go through. And her virgin her virgin birth is really, to me, almost an, a symbolic act because giving birth represents something new and pure coming to life. It illustrates how something can truly form out of what looks like nothing. But behind every birth is a process. There's preparation involved and an understanding that nothing can happen unless we make it happen. To practice hearing the word of God and implementing in our daily lives, we have to make the conscious choice daily to move towards our goal, dreams, and visions. And this can even be simple stuff as 
as far as like what we like to call getting our life together, putting ourselves on a schedule, working out, reading more, studying more, you know, talking to people that have more expertise than us, doing some research. All these things are implementing the word of God and putting it into practice when he's he's told you to go do something, when he's told you that you, you're called for something. And so Jesus was breaking down a principle to the crowd and showing them that everybody truly has it inside of them to be regarded as Mary. Yes, Mary was the one that gave birth to Jesus, but the spirit of God has something for us all to give birth to. We're all meant to contribute to society in some type of way. There is no one left without a destiny or purpose. Nobody is greater than the other. The ability and opportunity to be a master is within us all. We've been so so we've been focused so far on character first, then ability. But this statement Jesus made about everybody being blessed who hears the word of God and puts it into practice, that moves us forward to the ability aspect of being a master. Our ability to learn and grow throughout life, making changes, calling audibles, figuring out what works for us and what doesn't contributes to our mastery. We have to grow accustomed to knowing when God is speaking to us and prompting us to make a certain play or move in a particular direction. So practice, practice, practice. And they say, you know, the, st- the saying is that practice makes perfect. And I believe that. I, I, I do think that when we practice, there is a certain form of perfection that we can achieve individually. And I think perfection looks different for everybody. But I also think that practice helps you prepare. It helps you prepare for that moment where everything does start to come together because there is a moment where everything begins to come together and you realize that that word that was spoken over you, that word that you heard really was meant for you and you start to see how it all comes together and you start to make it to the other side. And I know for me personally, a lot of times my practice looks like writing. I I love to journal. I love to write. I write down notes. When I have a dream, I have a vision, I write it down immediately. And once I write it down, I start to plan out, okay, how can this happen? And I start to fill it out and I start to write down all these ideas. And that's my way of working on my clarity and discernment. Because like I said, you have to start pinpointing when it's the word of God and when it might be something else. And for me, when I start to write, I'll notice there's some things that I never come back to. There's some things that I write down and I just completely forget about. I don't really care about. They just go right out the window. But then when I also, when I write, there there starts to be things that are repeated. There starts to be things that are constantly popping up in my life, certain themes, certain messages. And these are what lead me in in the right direction, my notes and my journaling. So like I said, it might look different for everybody, your your form of practice, but you have to figure out a way to start figuring out your clarity and discernment and hearing the word of God and putting it into practice. Because once you do that, like I said, you start moving into the ability aspect of being a master. You start to see how the word of God is being spoken to you and when it's being spoken to you. So thank you very much for listening to us once again at the Shape the Culture podcast. I hope you enjoyed this message. I hope you found something that really resonates with you. I hope you found something that it, that you believe is worth sharing and you pass the message on as we follow them all up, each one teach one. And I'll talk to you guys all next week. Love you all.